Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Hello guys, welcome to the Solo Nick podcast for week eight. A uh, little bit of a little bit of a, a singy intro there. The boys are back. The duffel bag boys are back in town. Twelve twenty one for me this week, which has put me in two hundred and first overall. Uh, apologies for the twenty four hour delay with the podcast. Had my brother's wedding yesterday, so unfortunately um, couldn't record the podcast last night. But luckily, it's a public holiday here in Queensland today, so. I've been able to jump on, um, you know, once all, once all the family uh, festivities and everything have finished up, and the Duffel Bag Boys have had a great week, 12-21. Like I said, I'm about 100 points off 50th place, and I'm only about 50 points off the top 100 now, so looking good, looking good. Strong team, couple of trades this week, obviously another big week of injuries, which are going to force some trades, so I'm feeling pretty good about those uh, first three weeks this year where I didn't trade and saved the six. All right, guys, big week this week. Like we said, only three more weeks now to the buy, so it's it's really time now to be bringing in players that play those round 12 games. Um, and the you know, number one piece of news for the week, I suppose, is that we've lost Bateman for round 12. He's, a six, he's six to eight weeks out with the fractured jaw, so he's not going to be back until 14 or 16, so he's a must-sell, so... There's one trade for everyone, you know, unfortunate, but it is what it is, and people with extra trades up their sleeve and people who can trade smartly this week will be able to take advantage of it. Let's get straight into it. Some of the hits for my team. Old Cookie with the captaincy, 109 this week. Got the try assist for the Sutton barge over, interestingly enough, uh, which forced a bit of a recount from last week, uh, just this afternoon with the Reed Marnie try assist. Um, so he's been given that. So anyone who played him in round seven got the extra points there. Didn't get the price rise, which is a bit unfortunate, but it's um, it's probably only going to be about, it was probably about seven or eight grand, you know. I know every dollar counts. Um, so yeah, technical error, apparently. Not exactly sure what that means, but They've given those trices to people like Smithy and Cook recently and a few people saying, you know, oh, why didn't Marnie get it? You know, And they, they wanted to reverse it so that they could give it to Cookie this week. So not sure exactly what's going on there, but Marnie's got the trices from last week. Cookie got a similar one this week and managed 109 points. Uh, and straight captain, straight captained him on Thursday night, which was a um, an excellent start. To the weekend. Followed on with Jai Arrow, 80 points in 75 minutes. Looks to be uh, a beneficiary from the Ryan James injury, which is awesome. Obviously, he doesn't play 12 due to origin. Nathan Cleary, 79 points. He's really finding some form in a woeful Panthers outfit. 
Gutherson, 92 for the Eels. Uh, second game at Bankwest. Big win over the Dragons there. So another bounce-back game from Gutho. And Ponga, uh, since he moved back to fullback, he's been very good. Knights absolutely smashed my Warriors yesterday, and Ponga scored 90. So a couple of really good scores there in my team this week. Some of the misses uh, traded Marnie to Smith this week, which cost me about 120 grand, I think, and and about 20 points. Um, played Smith ahead of Madison. Obviously, Madison had a try with a line break. So that trade's actually cost me points, but I'm hoping in the long term with the Storm's favourable draw over the next three or four weeks that I can make those points up. For Fida, only 45 points this week. Only played the 52 minutes, uh, interestingly enough there. A lot of the, the scoring for the Sharks was down up against the Storm. You know, Nakora was the top scorer there with 62 points, which included a try. Uh, some big minutes on the bench, actually. Braden Uali, 30 minutes. Williams, 41. I'm not exactly sure why Fifi only played the 52 minutes, but Nakora and Capewell both played 80. Uh, the Braley brothers shared the hooking duties, and there were some extra minutes there, I think, like I said, for Williams and Bakuya. So hopefully Fifi bounces back. And then Bateman, like we said, 21 points, but we'll get to him in a second. Injuries. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it just keeps... It just keeps happening every week. Every week, it seems. You know, every week we're gonna we're having to make two trades to cover these injuries. So some of the big ones this week: Bateman, like we said, uh, fractured cheekbone. It's come out today that he's going to need surgery, so he's going to be out for six to eight. So he is a hundred percent a must sell this week. Cacao looks like an ankle injury, ankle slash knee, uh, more likely ankle. He's going to miss at least six weeks, it looks like. So he's going to miss that first buy as well. So anyone who went early on him, he's probably a sell, but just wait and see until he gets the results of his scans in the next 48 hours. McCulloch's injured his knee at Broncos training today. Uh, not many own, not many McCulloch owners out there. He's going to get scans tomorrow, so TBC. But could this mean Smithy gets the call up? Uh, for Origin again, he's he's sort of come out on a couple occasions and said he's not interested. But I reckon if Kevy calls him, he could be persuaded. So very very interesting one there to keep an eye on. Maguire's injured his calf and is in doubt for Origin one as well. That's going to lead to in, to increased minutes for Talmalolo, who we'll talk about later on. Philip Sammy's done an anky, ankle, an anky. <laughs> he's done an ankle four to six weeks. Isaiah Yao injured his shoulder out for the season. So a couple of young Panthers back rowers there in Young and um, potentially, sorry, Liam Martin uh, in particular, who looks like he could be suspended this week. Um, so keep an eye on that suspension for Liam Martin. If he's not suspended, especially with Kakao and Isaiah Yo going down, Panthers play round 12. So Liam Martin could be an interesting one. Had a BE of 14 this week and scored 55. He's, so obviously his price has jumped up, but... One to watch there, one to watch. Uh, Corey Norman, another cheekbone injury. He's going to be out for two to six weeks, depending on severity, which we'll know shortly. And for Newell Blake with a knee injury as well. So some really uh, interesting injuries there. Kakao and Bateman, the most super coach relevant, uh, but also Maguire with the calf. Um, McCulloch will be really keen to see what happens there. Broncos also talking about Asako, um and potentially James Roberts training with the reserves. So who knows what the Broncos are going to do. They've got to do something. But not sure what it's going to be exactly. So that's going to be a really interesting team list uh, to be named on Tuesday afternoon. 
Right, some of the other scores this week. Uh, Adam Reynolds for Souths. Mentioned him a few weeks ago as by coverage. Obviously, Souths smashed the Broncos, but Reynolds scored 74 with a bunch of attacking stats. Only available at halfback, which is not ideal, but most people are going to be going CHT down to Dearden next week, I think, and maybe you go against the grain and actually go CHT up to Reynolds. Um, just want to... One to investigate and see if that works with you, for your team. Tamalolo played 61 minutes and scored 85 points, which was a really good return for him. Obviously had a, had a try and a line break there, which bumped him up, but it's still 58 points in 61 minutes, you know. So it's a PPM of about one, especially first game back with Maguire going down with the calf. I know Tamalolo's got a break-even of 119 points, priced at 638k. If he scores 70 this week, he's going to drop by about 40k, so he's going to be about 600. So I've got no problem with anyone who wants to jump on Tamalolo this week, even with that break-even, because those those points that he's going to score are going to be worth it. Croker with the 66, he's an option for Bateman. Sivo, 92. I mean, what a beast. I missed him. I missed him, but he's at 518k, still with a really low break-even. He's just... Civo owners are just loving it at the moment, and well done to those who, who held fat and stayed the course. Dearden, 33 on debut. Like we said, downgrade option probably next week. Don't go early on him. I would not be jumping on him this week playing his second game. He's one that you've definitely got to wait. Wait till his third game because he didn't do anything particularly impressive in his first game, so I want to see as much of him as possible before I trade him in. Miski who debuted for Manly, uh, could only score 22 points. Uh, plays 12, so he'll be one to watch for sure. To Powell, 55 points. I think he only played about 40-odd minutes. Yeah, he did only play 40 minutes. No attacking stats this week. Plays 12, uh, which obviously is a great bump, but I'm, I'm just not sure on To Powell. I'm not sure on him this year. I'm going to be waiting as late as possible before round 12 to get him in, similar to Reese Martin, played the full 80 this week, scored 62. He's down at 561k, so he's, he's had 72k come off his initial price. He's got a break-even of 50 this week. So sort of Martin, Tal Malolo, you've, uh, I think you've got to get those guys in over the next two or three weeks. And maybe you go Martin this week and then Tal Malolo next week or something like that. CHN, 47. Those who jumped on got a price rise, but not a big score. Luttrell, oh, Jesus. Why don't we ask Joe Fitz about Luttrell? He's got some interesting opinions there. Only had the six hit-ups for the game, but of those six runs, three of them resulted in tries and also had two try assists, two line breaks, a line break assist, and seven goals. 161, that's just monstrous. Uh, plays Origin, so won't be available Either of the buys, uh, but yeah, but hit Joe Fitz up on Twitter if you've got a couple of questions. I'm sure he'll be uh, happy to have a, uh, a heated discussion with you on the laziness of Luttrell. The Sun Masters could only manage 29 with a break-even of 74. Doesn't play 12, not an option now, but round 13, he will be cheap and he will be good. Mitchell Pierce for the Knights, just got to mention him, 103. Good game by the Knights there to get the big win over the Warriors. So, Mitchell Pierce, uh, yeah, 103, nice score. I've got to make mention here of Michael Jennings for the para. 
Uh, Parra dominated the Dragons 32-18. to 18. And Michael Jennings is the new Salmon. So Salmon actually scored 38, which was half decent this week. But Michael Jennings scored 8 points. 8 points. He had 11 tackles, 3 runs, and 5 missed tackles. I didn't see the game, but there's, <clears throat> there's no notes here of him coming off early. So if he played 80 and scored 8 points, that's, that's horrendous. Sean Lane in the same game, 44, no attacking stats there. Zach Lomax, 41, had a good price increase. I actually ended up making that trade last week. I went Garner to Lomax in conjunction with Marnie to Smith, so I'm not too dissatisfied with the Garner to Lomax trade. Even though he doesn't play 12, he's still going to get some some good price increases there. I'm hoping that a cheapie comes out of the woodwork for 12. Last man on the list here for Para, he's going to be my trade-in for Bateman this week, and his name is Blake Ferguson. So 85 points with a try, two line breaks, 18 hit-ups, five tackle busts. If you take out the game that he got injured, let me just bring up his stats here, because I think he's a really good trade-in option for Bateman, because you're actually going to make about... 70k off him and his break even's only 44 so he had a 10 against Canberra in round 12 but aside from that he's had a 40 119 46 90 52 and 85 so he scored 442 points in seven games minus 10 430 430 points in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So 430 in 6 games. So he's averaging over 70 if you take that 10 out. Uh, obviously tough game this week against Melbourne. But then he's got the Cowboys who are okay. They're going to be a bit tougher with Tamalolo back. Penrith who's not doing much. Souths who will be a, a very tough out. He's only got a high score of 51 against them. And then the Sharkies in 13, who are who are going along okay. They're not, not an easy beat by any means. So the draw for Fergo is not awesome. I'll give you that. But I think at a discount of 92k from his starting price, and the fact that abatement of Fergo trade banks is uh, 70k, you've got to take a look at it. Some of the trade options for this week, I thought I'd just jot down a couple of names here of guys who have peaked in price. So Lachlan Burr, he's 488k with a break-even of 62. He's peaked in price, and he's a great trade-out option for a Reese Martin or a Talmalolo in the next week or two. CHT has got a break-even of 30 this week. With Nicarima going over there, let's see if CHT gets named this week. If he doesn't get named, a CHT to Dearden trade next week is on the cards. Cherry's got a break-even of 41, so I don't mind uh, Cherry to Patrick Herbert trade this week. That'll net you about 150k. Obviously, Cherry doesn't play 12. He's only averaging 44, so you'd prefer not to play him. Then your 17 is possible, if possible, so you take your 150k and you jump you jump onto the next rookie. I don't mind that at all. Uh, Bateman, Tamalolo, we've mentioned those guys. Jared Croker, BE43. I think he's an okay option for Bateman as well. Um, you know, obviously kicks goals for Canberra, plays 12. Don't mind a Bateman to Croker trade. Patrick Herbert, we've spoken about, break even of negative 24. Uh, you know, the, the next rookie to come along in the centre wing, I suppose, seems to have beaten Cardar for that spot. Scored a try on the weekend, always solid in defence, and I, I don't mind a cherry. To Herbert trade. I actually don't mind a Dylan Brown to Herbert trade if you can make that happen. 
So, you know, like a, a Dylan Brown out, I, I could do a Dylan Brown out, a Munster down to 5'8", a Corey Allen back to fullback, and a, uh, a Herbert into my centre wing. You know, it's it seems a bit up in the air, really, if when Dylan Brown's coming back from that back injury. No one seems to know, so I don't mind a Dylan Brown to Herbert trade. Aitkins for Panthers plays 12, so good option there. Break-even is zero. I don't mind a, a Cherry to Aitkins trade as well, potentially. Uh, or again, a Dylan Brown to Aitkins trade, if you can make that. CHT to Aitkins, if you've got the jewels to do that. Um, Fergo, I've mentioned him. I think he's a good option for Bateman. One last guy here is Ockenbohr. So he's scoring okay, averaging 57. It's hard to pick what week to play him and what week not to play him. I just leave him on the bench every week. But, you know, 55, 102, 46, 19, 76, 45. So he's, he's very up and down, Ockenbohr. Has the Knights this week, which could see a score come through. Knights, Titans, couple of good weeks there. Melbourne, Canberra, which will be tough. And then the Dragons after the bye. But, you know, the main reason for holding Ockenbohr is to get through to round 12. You know, hopefully he's, he's 400k plus come round 12 and you can turn him into Masters or someone like that after that. But he's a hold for mine. Given that he plays 12, there is no need at all to trade Ockenbohr out at the moment. All right, well, that's 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 about it for now. So, yeah, like I said, I'm thinking of a Bateman to Fergo trade this week uh, and then try to talk me out of doing Bird or Lolo. Um, you know, I know Lolo's going to drop in price because he's still got that 19 in his rolling average, but oh, Bird, if you told me Bird to tell Malolo for, you know, for 130K, 140K at the start of the year, you'd take that. And then at that point, it's just a question of who to include. You know, do you play Payne Haas, Munster, Madison? You know, I've sort of got an 18-man rotation at the moment, and it's always a case that you're never going to pick the right 17. It's just it's just karma. You're never going to pick them, so you just got to roll with the punches. All right, again, sorry for the 24-hour delay. Appreciate the download. Speak soon.